Hi, Ross. Hello, Sam. Are we doing the show now? Doing the show. Doing the show. It's been a, it's been a literal fortnight. It has been a literal fortnight. We did it. Not even a joke fortnight. No, not a joke fortnight. It has been two weeks since we sat in these chairs and these hollowed chairs. We haven't hollowed. Like, we settled on like I sit on this side, you sit on that side. Oh, we've never spoken a lot of it, but it's yeah. true. <laughs> I wonder how that happens. Because I mean, if we had changed it like the second time, then it'd be like a. It would be weird if you all. sat over here. I would not. I would be like, "What? What are you doing?" Yeah. I would be uncomfortable. Me too. But welcome. This is Sam and Ross Like Things, episode three tour. 32. 32. 32. Of, of your Sam and Ross Like Things program mm-hmm. where I'm Sam. And I'm Ross. We talk about things that we like. Yes. Are we allowed to hedge, Ross? No hedging. No hedging. And those are the rules. Pure unadulterated liking. Unadulterated. <laughs> it's FDA approved, man. No adulteration in this liking. FDA organic liking. Yeah, right here. On the spot. Ross? Yes. Since it's only been a fortnight, has there mm-hmm. been time for follow-up? There has, actually. Um, last fortnight, the thing I liked was local politics. Mm-hmm. And then this past Monday, there was a thing at the city council in Richmond where they voted, the city council people voted on a bus-related thing, which is what my job's all about. And so I had, the very thing that I liked was very prominently featured in my week last week Um, oh that's great yeah it was cool there was lots of political gamesmanship going on and it was it was seriously it was like an episode of the west wing in a very small scale where like we didn't know it was going to happen and then like kind of thought we knew it was going to happen and then it turned out differently and then everyone was happy in the end oh that's great that everyone was happy yeah well i mean not everyone but like i was happy the results were to my favor so are you are you the josh in this situation are you the charlie um, I'm not the Charlie. I'm not sure who I am. I'm the Donna. Yeah, maybe I'm the Donna. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Donna's awesome. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I might be the um. Who's the Who's the the press secretary? CJ. CJ. Yeah. Sorry, I might be the CJ. Um. So it was good. It was good, and it, it hit all the all the things, especially because the they voted the way in which I wanted them to vote. So like unanimously. Yeah, and unanimously even. No so, abstentions. So it was cool to see that play out, but also cool to like be a, they were in agreement with myself. That must must feel really good. Local politics. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? I knew. You knew. Yeah, that's right. Do I have any follow-up? My cold is cleared up. Mm. And I'm now drinking a highlight. You sound great. I sound much better. <laughs> yeah. It knocked me out uh, after we recorded. I literally spent two days in my bed. Yeah. And when I woke up, my wife said, oh, that's the first sentence you've said to me in two days. <laughs> I was nervous, man, because you dipped away from my internet life. And I didn't know Aww. I didn't know what was going on over there. So I was I'm sick. Gl- I'm glad you're back. Thanks. Sam, I got a million things. Oh, wait. We didn't do the part where you say the... the... <laughs> <laughs> Ross, it's yeah. time for stuff other people like. It is. Uh, stuff other people yeah, like. That was what I was looking for. Um there's a lot How about of, your monkey. <laughs> listen, she's in a pattern, a groove. Um, There's a lot of things, and this is good. And only a fortnight has passed since you all last sent us things you like, and it just keeps growing. And we are not going to call. We're not going to call. We mm-hmm. tried calling, and it didn't work. No hedging, no calling. And it was fun to go through it this time. Uh, not that it's not fun every time, but like it, I think maybe a thing I like is going through this list of things other people oh, like. Oh, it's pretty great. Um, I'm just going to get in here. Here we go. 
Eva Colin likes Mayor Stoney's education announcement. And this is our mayor in Richmond. And he just put out, it's like not really, it's like less than an executive order. I think it's more like a, here's how I envision working on education policy with the city council and school board okay, uh, laying it out. So I think it is a good thing. And, and it's cool that it exists to read. I like that he shows up to meetings. Yes. Oh, can I do a little quick LeVar Stoney aside? Sure. So I went to this opening of this wing place. Remember, did we, did we do a Ross Likes Chicken Wings? I think we did, right? No, it's on the list. Okay. Well, I do like chicken wings. And my son and I went to this opening of Chicken Wing Place. And Mayor LeVar Stoney was there. And the thing I really liked was he went and like talked to folks. You know how you expect politicians to like make the rounds in a room? Uh-huh. He didn't make rounds. He just went and like he saw some people wearing Bills jerseys, the football Bills. And he talked to them forever about football. And then he like went to the next person and just chatted. Did he talk to your son about Pokemon? He No, he came over though and <laughs> talked to us and my son gave him a fist bump. And then he just chatted to us for what I was like, dude, like we're not important enough for you to be like chatting us for this long. Like you need to like do other stuff. But he just chats and chats like a normal person. It was awesome. Awesome. How are the wings? The See, I can't give it a full. A okay, we can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, we'll come back to it. Eric Drumheller likes the seven seasons of West Wing on Netflix. I like the West Wing. Is this a new ad? Because another person, the I next think it's person, been there for a while, hasn't it? I don't know, but I don't know. but George or Jorge, however however you roll, also likes the West. He Wing. also likes the West. It's Wing. comforting in these these times. In these times, right? Yeah, totally. Jack Lauterbach likes the weather, the current weather, which is in Virginia is freaking amazing. It's like seventy two degrees out today. Mm-hmm. Buffalo wings speak of the devil. Yeah. Uh, he also likes George Salgado, which was the previous commenter. And the ensuing apocalypse, which is the thing you just talked about. Yeah, that was a very yeah. ra- wrapping us up here. Prabir likes LL Cool J's first album, which is called Radio. I looked it up on Wikipedia. I, okay. did, I did not know off the top of my head. Kimberly Boyd, who I'm related to, likes Girl Scout cookies. Uh-huh. Have we got more to talk about that later. Dan Goff likes Ingress. Which, which is what Pokemon Go was, was based upon. Based upon. Andy, my cousin, likes really hot showers. Ooh. Valerie, whom I'm married to, likes when internet friends come to visit. We had an internet friend come you to had, visit. Really? Yeah, like someone you that we had... You had not really known that long? Well, no. We'd known them through the internet well for like a decade, a literal decade. And they came to our house this past weekend. Whoa. Yeah, it was cool. Um, she also likes infectious disease doctors. hmm Listening to my son sing along to Hamilton. Of course. And Soledad O'Brien. She got a tweet from Soledad O'Brien. She did. It was kind of crazy. It was. She was riding high, that Valerie. Um, she also got a tweet from um, whatever happened to Pizza at McDonald's. What? Yeah, I know. What? I know. It's a good week for Valerie. Brandon Wolf likes the zoo in February because the weather has been so amazing, I assume. Danny likes VCU wins last night. They beat Crosstown rival Richmond. Um, yard work and an albino monkey from Strange Ways later. That's that, a good beer. Yeah, that's a beer. Matthew Jones likes 70 degree weather. Mm-hmm. Kristen Ziegler likes the minimalist documentary on Netflix, which I'm unfamiliar with, and this weather. Ryan Wren likes, okay, I, lo- I had looked into this. Ryan Wren likes Kyrie Irving believing that the world is flat, and that's a basketball player. Okay. Who is committed to the fact that the world is flat and says this in interviews. And then he- Not like in a Thomas Friedman I don't think so. Way, no, I, I like think- in a literal- Yeah. Uh-huh. Discworld kind of way. Yes. Wittershins. I don't know what that means, but yes. Uh, and then- he also likes the rabbit hole that follows in the comments on Reggie Pace's Facebook. Reggie Pace is a trombonist in town, and I think he must have posted about this basketball thing, and then there's some comments. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Guys, we got a long way to go here. <laughs> Stephanie on, Snyder. I need a drink. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Stephanie Snyder likes water bottles and almond butter. Holly Gordon likes 74 degrees in February. See, see the theme? Mm-hmm. Sound ecology. And I don't know if that's like good ecology or like the ecology of sound. I'm going to guess it's good ecology. Okay. Cleaning out clutter, quote unquote spring cleaning, and aqua zumba. Aqua zumba zumba. I don't know what that is either. Zumba is like dance aerobics. Oh, like an exercise yeah. thing? Okay. Teresa Kennedy likes Schuler Van Valkenburg for House of Delegates, 72nd District. That's a person, I guess. I'm in the 71st. I am too. Okay. Liz Morton likes Target's Marketplace Pantry branding. Justin Tillman, who's a VCU basketball player, and Jefferson Park Playground. Mm-hmm. Lisa Sims likes Snowden, the movie. Have you seen this movie? I haven't, but I saw Citizen Four. You should watch it. Okay. Is it Snowden related as well? Yeah, that's the documentary that they made of him in Hong Kong when he was releasing oh. all his stuff. Oh, fascinating. Um, Larry Kruger likes Night Out to Vagabond and the Opera. Oh, I just am grokking this. I didn't understand it. Vagabond is a restaurant in town. Yeah. And you do that in combination with going to the opera. We have an opera? Yeah, the Virginia Opera comes by. It's it's comes. It's like the beach, uh, Nova, and Richmond. And it does like a triangle. Kira Rohr likes my plume collar. Do you know what this is? Uh-uh. This is a faux collar. Like you purchase just the collar and put it on a shirt that doesn't have a collar. And now you have a shirt with a collar. And there are all these like wild patterns and stuff. <laughs> I did a lot of internet research tonight, man. <laughs> Valerie Warshaw likes PQ nurses, uh, yes, which definitely. is a stressful thing to like, but a good thing to like. Yeah. Uh, Justin Doyle likes VCU basketball, Hamilton mixtape, and Mezcal. Matt Fisher likes a Virgin's Crown, which is an amazing metal band. Cat Anthony likes old wood floors, Lebanese food, and traveling. Joe Foster says, did I already say The Expanse BSG meets hard science fiction? And this is a show on sci-fi, which he has not said, I don't it's think. It's also a book series. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Have you read? Sci-fi book club. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. Brian Cannon likes N- NYT Book of the Dead, which is a book about obituaries in the NYT. Oh, okay. Not like Ash and Yeah, not like stick. the Necrocomicon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nick Dawson likes Onyx Coffee Roasters, his Apple Watch, and people who find the yes in a challenge. It's a good sentence. Mm-hmm. Jamie and Mark like Cheetos, Sauvignon Blanc, Bulgur, and the Vox app. Catherine Easterling likes this homemade skate park at an alley in Bellevue. And she posted a picture, and it is pretty cool. It's like a, a true blue concrete skate park. in, in some, somebody's yard. It, yeah, it, it backs out of a person's yard into the alley. Sarah Curtis likes the increased interest and participation in local politics across the country. You planted this one. I did not. I did not. Shane Jimison likes treating women and minorities as equals. J.R. Minter likes anything written by Rick Remender, mm-hmm. specifically Seven to Eternity. And he's written, I've read um, Black Science and Deadly Class by him. Do you like this guy? Yeah. Do you like it? Do you have a particular Rick Remender? You're... I forget. I understand. Paul Carnes likes trying to understand teenagers. Brandon Lowe likes definitely not treat. Well, this is this is a this is a Ross Catro like. He he likes definitely not tree sex allergies can GTFO and I, and that's that's a pollen. Okay, a pollen thing. Oh, I get it because the trees are trying yeah, to yeah. reproduce sexually, right. right? And it causes pollen. Yeah, and we had a Val had a little bit of this today. Okay, pollen allergies. Charles uh, Harnsberger likes the eight two one breakfast burrito. Tess likes the James River Park system and all the humans enjoying it. 
Susie Austin likes Winter Vacations, Justice, not necessarily in that order. Cat, who's your who's your who, I'm married who to. you are married to, yeah, likes watching Supergirl with my family. Yeah, that's so good. We did that some of that today. The, I haven't watched it at all yet. The, the girls get really into it, and like the six year old knows like like acronyms of the government agency that Supergirl is working for. It's Whoa. Yeah, and I think we skipped one, which was did uh, we? Jennifer Hedren. Oh, we did. Likes the young Pope on HBO. Oh, young Pope. Not baby Pope. Not ba- <laughs> we talked about this last <laughs> night. Yeah, not baby Pope. Oh, that is a good list. I, I think we could make, we could put out a challenge and see if we could get like an hour long list. <laughs> Dude, I think you could have your own podcast of just stuff. It's important in these trying times, Sam, to mm-hmm. remember that there's stuff to like. Yes. All right. Ross. Yeah. There's a thing that you like yeah. that I know very, very little about. I'm here to talk about it. I have done zero research. So let's dive right in. Ross, what you like this week is super heavy death black metal. <laughs> it's true. I think <laughs> if I were to rewrite what I like, that little description, I think I would just say metal. We're, okay. oh, we're, we're talking about music. Okay, yes. Metal music. Uh, at the time and at this moment in time, I'm into like really heavy death metal and black metal. But I, I was going through my iTunes library to kind of pull out the stuff that I like a lot. And it, there's really like a, a whole rainbow of metal that I enjoy, which we'll Was talk about. Is it like the with. Green Lantern, like the ring spectrum? I don't know anything. I know, isn't Green Lantern like, isn't it like you shoot him with yellow? He is injured by this? And so that's not canon anymore. Oh, okay. That's good. I don't know about that. So the, the green rings are powered by Will. The yellow rings are powered by fear. Oh, this is like Captain Planet, kind of. No. <laughs> well, in that there are rings. <laughs> and different. Right. So the red ring is powered by rage. The orange ring is powered by greed. You know, I would say that it, that is a good analogy for this rainbow of metal. Yeah, I think so. We'll get to it. So Okay. So super heavy death black metal is not one thing. No. It's just an amalgam of lots of different types of metal. Correct. Okay. Correct. So that's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. So um, can you talk to me a little bit, I know, uh, just in general about the taxonomy of metal? Yeah. So I'm not, I don't, I have lots of words that I use for these things. Sure. And I'm What not, is Ross's taxonomy? Yeah, about? and I don't know if these are real. This is not, this is not canon. Mm-hmm. You won't find this in the dictionary, but right. Ross's taxonomy of metal. Yes. Or R-T-O-M. I think... Well, can I? I think it would help to, to talk about how I got into it first, maybe, and then we'll go into the taxonomy. Okay, sure. Steal my next question. Okay. Well, let's just <laughs> let's flip flop the questions. So, I think so. I started listening to Lamb of God. You familiar with this band? Mm-hmm. I've heard of them. Okay, so they're a local Richmond band, and they are probably, in terms of like worldwide fame, maybe one of the more famous bands to come out of Richmond of all time. So the lead singer of Lamb of God, Randy Blythe, was arrested in um, in a European country, an Eastern European country that I can't remember the name of at the moment, and ended up in prison. And it was like a worldwide news thing, like because a fan died at one of his shows, and so he was arrested when he came back to that country as part of a tour. So he had some like worldwide fame recently, but they're a very famous metal band. And as like a Richmond band, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like listen to this and get into mm-hmm. it and it and it was good like i really liked it <laughs> it's it the name sounds like a bible thing lamb of god and this is the thing metal bands do a like lot. creed 
Yes, but it's the opposite of that because most <laughs> of these songs are about like not the Bible. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's heavy, and Randy Randy Blythe is a good singer. It's heavy. The vocals are kind of heavy, and I was like, I can I can get into this. I'm pretty into this. And then one of my previous coworkers, Brandon, who listens to a lot of metal, like we would have alternating music time in the office. You know, like you get an album, I get an album, you get an album, I get an album. Yeah. And so he would like play some heavier metal stuff as we were splitting albums, and I, I kept liking more and more of the stuff um, that he that he would play. And so I was exposed to a lot of this stuff, and then um, I just got really sad in life. And then in the same way that, mm -hmm. remember when we did the horror movie, how it feels oh, good yeah. to feel bad? It feels good to feel bad. Metal does that a lot. Metal feels good to listen to when you don't feel great about life because it's just so dang heavy and so dang, I don't know another word other than heavy. <laughs> Real heavy, double heavy. So that the path for me was definitely like local band just to try out because it's local. Exposure through coworker, and then like starting to explore myself, and you end up falling down this hole of lots of different taxonomies of metal. All right. So this is this is I will rank them from most listenable to least listenable in Ross's taxonomy. Yeah, and this would be if you were like, what what should I listen? What metal should I listen to? This would be the order of subgenres. Like I you don't go straight for the like double triple IPA. You gotta exactly. get your palate. Yeah, ready. The, the, yeah, so. I think I would start with Black Sabbath inspired. Okay. Because everyone loves Black Sabbath, right? Sure. Like, you, you just can't not like Black Sabbath. So these are bands like Duel, Graveyard, and Orchid, and they sound very much like set, good band names, right? They sound <laughs> very, just nouns. Nouns that have, like, a dark side. Um, they, Scar. <laughs> yeah. Limousine. <laughs> limousine. Maybe. Yeah, I think Limousine could be a metal band. So no, That's the one from Homestar, right? Is there... <laughs> <laughs> okay so these are super listenable the vocals are like actual people singing and it's more like rock then we move on to viking metal and viking <laughs> oh, metal no, 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 no. okay viking metal is usually like so the, okay two things that are real important about metal are the yeah. juns and the weens so the juns are like and the weens are like yes exactly okay and so some of these have more Juns than Weens, but Viking Metal is filled with Weens, right? So Viking Metal, the, it's important that the singer tell a story about Vikings and like mm -hmm. crossing the sea and like like wars with axes and blood and stuff and, and Valkyries and sure. such. And there's usually crazy, crazy, yes, crazy guitar solos. So this would be like uh, the Sword and Dragon Ship is a local. Oh, you band. sent me something that was Viking Metal, didn't you? Probably because it's really yeah. good. There's like something about dragons. Yeah, so that's probably Dragon Ship, and they're a local band. It's this jazz dude who can like. Now is that Viking metal or is yeah. that like? Because mm -hmm. the whole thing is just stories about. Is there, is there dragon dragon metal? Um, there is. There is probably. I would. I would loop, loop them, them together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really listenable, just because Vikings are cool, and like everyone can like listen to the Vikings and be feel feel good about that. Next, I would say hair metal. Okay, that's like Europe. No, I mean, yeah, sure, in that vein, right? Uh, um, like Iron Maiden, yeah, Iron Maiden, and then excellent other, yes, yeah, <laughs> didn't get that joke during when I watched that movie at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a band called Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> these sound like 
So good. So sounds like metal bands and roller derby names are very similar. Oh yeah, super similar. And the thing that's really, I have some more, but like the thing that's charming to me about metal is that like they have names like Halloween <laughs> and like that's supposed to be tough, but it's not tough at all. It's right. like the opposite of tough. Um, but then it comes around again and it yeah. is tough. And so I, I like that charming. So I was listening to something from like a really heavy band. The genre was called blackened death metal. Like not just black. <laughs> Black blackened and it was like you a, cooked it for too long yeah, and yeah, a little too much yeah, salt. yeah way too long in the oven and it was a live show and they were like guys thank you for coming out we all just know that the music is what's important and we're all here to like be together and then it started and it was like death dying satan blood <laughs> and it's just like you're not tough i know what i know what you're up to you're not tough so hair metal and then heavy metal heavy metal heavy metal like metallica Okay. The heavier Metallica stuff. Local band Inner Arma is amazing. Just like pretty straight, straight shooting heavy metal. After that, the genre called Satany. <laughs> it's called Satany. Yeah, where like a little bit Satan. Uh, no, it's full Satan. <laughs> okay, but it's not. It's and usually that's like the the like gimmick is that like they're like oh look at us like this one band Ghost BC is real good but like. The lyrics are just real dumb <laughs> and like really, really dumb and Satan-y. And that's like the the hook is that it, oh, isn't this clever? Like they have a thing. Um, it's like the Lord's Prayer, but it's the Satan's Prayer because it's a funny joke, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So that's a whole genre. Um, and we're going again from most right. listenable to we're least listenable. We're getting to the, the imperial stouts now. Yeah. So the next one would be weed metal. Okay, I can infer what that is. And weed metal is great. I love weed metal, where it's just very repetitive. Probably the best band is Sleep. Philip Glass metal. Dude, okay. So I have in my notes here Steve Reich, because I think Steve Reich is a, like a, I don't know what you would call him. He's a contemporary composer, but Steve Reich's music is very repetitive and punishing. Like he has this amazing album called, um, I think it's called Music for Eight Musicians or something like that. Right. And it is just like, insanely repetitive percussive piano stuff that has like patterns and the patterns diverge and converge and it is like punishing to listen to but i love it and that's the like same a way cellist that, playing pocketball's cannon i don't know the cellist has to play the same oh yeah thing over but but the but, but, but that would be the whole song like removed from any of the <laughs> other stuff no no violins on top just right like, and that's what like weed metal is just sludgy repetitive the songs are 10 minutes long and I imagine if you smoke weed and listen to it, you're like, yeah, this is great. I honestly like to listen to it and take a nap because <laughs> it feels great. Sure. Those are um, same, same genre. Right. Uh, Earth is another one of those bands. And then thrashy. Okay. Thrashy metal. Yeah. Like Slayer. Slayer okay. is great. Slayer, Slayer is a little Satan-y. A little more Jun-Jun. Yeah. Lot, and lots of screaming and very angriness. Um, this other band, Nails. And then we get to the black and death metal. Which is a version's crown, which is what Matt Fisher said he liked. A version's crown, so good. Band called Vector, Curse of Denial. See, these are good names, right? Mm -hmm. These are good names. And they're very like screamy, lots of weens, lots of Johns. Everything turned up to 11. And that's good. Um, so, would you say, like, depending on your mood, you're going to want some are more lyrical? Like, I'm thinking of an analogy of like chicken wings. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes you want flavor and sometimes you want heat. Yes. 
Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is with all music, right? Like sometimes I want to hear sweet guitar solos. So I'll, I'll pull up the Viking metal or the like death metal. But sometimes I just want to be punished with like heavy, heavy sounds. <laughs> you and want to feel bad. Yeah. This is not normal. I don't know if it's no, normal I, or not. I like the finding the, the, the music that makes me weep. Though I, I will say I haven't really sought out music that made me like feel like I was being punished. I want you. Sh- I want you to listen to an Earth album. Okay. And then I also that'll be my homework. And I also want you to listen to that Steve Reich album. Okay. And see if you like either of them because I think they're both very, very good, but very punishing. Okay. I don't need to do some warm ups. Like do some stretching first. No, no, no. I wouldn't send you into a Virgin's Crown to start with. <laughs> okay. No way. Yeah. Send me the links and I'll. Uh... All right. I'll, Apple Music. I'll do that. And then I just, I have one more thing, if, unless you have questions or concerns. Um, I do, there's two types of vocals that I really, that I enjoy a lot in metal. One is the Cookie Monster voice, which sounds like Cookie Monster. Very low and cool. I like the yeah. cookie. Yes, exactly. And then one is pig vocals. Pig? Pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like right. the animal. Yeah, like the animal. Like if you imagine a pig squealing. Uh, and sometimes, like in a version's crown, you get both. Where there's, I like to. There you go. That's that was perfect. So that's that's a, that's Ross's tour through metal. Ross's tour of metal. And man, my iTunes library is a weird place these days. Like, <laughs> do they ever, um, for on the the because Apple Music has the picks of the what do they call it the. Ross's favorite music yeah. list and mm-hmm. Ross's new music list. I I know you like other genres. Does mm-hmm. does the Megadeth black metal, blackened Viking metal ever intersperse with like Drake? No, and I think that's BS, man. Like <laughs> the the Apple Music metal page, if you go to the genre and look at metal, is very good. That's where like I find a lot of stuff that is super good, but like it never shows up in like this Monday Monday morning's album is never like right. <laughs> whatever some crazy whatever yeah it never shows up there and I I am against that um, can I just read you some quick album names <laughs> yes these this is this is are my, some of them fake and I have to guess which ones are oh, real oh we should have done that because it'd be impossible <laughs> um, this is my final point we'll just end here and one reason why I really like metal is the again that thing where they don't I don't, I hope that they aren't taking themselves too seriously. And a lot of this is fun, but in like a weird way. The album art and album names are just insane. And I enjoy them. Here are some. Flesh Coffin. (laughs) Retro Gore, which is by the band Aborted. (laughs) Cyborg Octopus. Oathbreaker. Serpentine Dominion. Ulcerated. (laughs) Immolation. And this one I just love. Horrendous. <laughs> that's the name now. Is that like I the greatest? The, I think that's the band name. Is just horrendous. That's their eponymous debut album. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. so I will. I will get. I will Those start. Albums, yeah. Start listening to this. Um, and do a follow up. Sam. Yes, Ross. <laughs> Your thing to like this week. This is a good pairing. I think we have here. Yeah. Your thing to like this week is. Having a trash can oh, with wheels. That is so great. Let me take you on a journey. Take me on a tour. So we moved to Richmond in 2008. We got a four-month-old, and we get to town, and 
our house came with a owned by the city of Richmond trash can. Yeah, the big bin in the back. Big right? bin in the back. And it's got wheels and it's got our house number spray painted on it, which you shouldn't do because that can lead to crime. What? Like if your house number is on the th- on the thing, then you haven't brought your bin in. They know you're not home yet. Oh, so they go around the back and or around the front and match yeah. the number to your house. Yeah. So so we have this this bin and we use it. And then roughly two to three years ago, one of the wheels just pops off. What did you do? So for a while, it wasn't coming off all that all that all that often. So you, so you, you put it back on. You put it back on. Yeah. And at one point I lost a little cap piece that would keep it on more securely. It was <laughs> just lost in the lawn. And I don't know how things get lost in the lawn, but we lost it. And so you'd have to put the wheel back on and you have to carry it in a special way. Like <laughs> not make too many left-hand turns. Carry the bin in a special way? Yeah. Okay. So the wheel wouldn't fall off. Okay. Like, cause if you went, if you took it to the right, the wheel would stay on, but if you took it the other way, it would come off. So you ended up making a lot of three rights. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't really have to turn that much. (laughs) And at this point, like, okay, this is a broken trash can. I will call the Richmond Department of Public Utilities and request a new one because it's broken. Right. And they own it. So I call them up, like, yeah, sure. Put in a ticket. Put it in my OmniFocus. I call back in in, you know, two weeks to check on it. I'm horrible at actually doing things, so that two weeks turned into like three months, and then I call back in and say, Luckily, hey. they still hadn't replaced it within right. that time. So. Hey, um, I have this ticket number, trash can. They're like, oh, yeah, we they're on back order. Like, nobody's getting a new trash can. Just all trash cans are on back order. Yeah. Okay. And then it goes back into OmniFocus, and I don't deal with it for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been uh-huh. 15 months. And so... Yeah, we're on that order of months. I'm not getting the exact timeline right. right. And then the gets the wheel keeps falling off. My wife, who's much handier than I am, rigs up like a duct tape system. Like she makes a little grommet to like hold the wheel in place with mm. duct tape that melts eventually. Uh, the lid has been chewed through, I think, by raccoons or something. But that's unrelated to the wheels. <laughs> and we get to the point where. The wheel just won't stay on, but I'm still like trying to move it to the thing. Wait, wait. Can I ask a clarifying right. question before you continue? You, f- the way my I don't have to move my trash can. Do you have to move it from the yeah, back we to don't the front? Have, we don't have alley pickup, so oh. we have to move it from behind our house okay. to the front of our house. Okay. All right. Now, keep in mind during all of this, uh, weather happens. Sure. Including snow, and I'd like lose the trash can in the snow. All right. We get to the point where the wheel won't stay on. But we put so much, uh, shall we say, like stress on it that now the the bar has fallen off. There's like an axle, and that falls off, and we just lose all the wheels together. So now you have no wheels. <clears throat> we have no wheels, and so I'm dragging this thing through the snow. And I, when I bring it to the curb, it has to be. I have to like balance it against the curb. <laughs> oh yeah, because the wheels. Because like, the wheels are up. not hold it up. And in order for it to not fall over, I have to turn it the wrong way away. Because you know how it says place these yeah. things in the way. So sometimes they wouldn't take the trash because it's facing the wrong way. Well, because, yeah, because the machine grabs on right. to the one side. Right. And I would always leave the wheels next to it. as <laughs> Hoping. As, as like an indicator of like, guys, right. it's not my fault. Yeah, sometimes I'd leave the wheels there. <laughs> sometimes I would have the wheels 
Like I would try to poorly reassemble it. And so they <laughs> may thought it was their fault. <laughs> <laughs> and so this continues. Is it's there like, is there a point where you've gotten to and it's like there was a point of resignation. Yeah, and it's like this is my this life. Is, this is my life now. <laughs> this is how it's always going to be. Then at one moment I did put in a C click fix which is like our online online thing ticket and i tracking. put in a new ticket for a trash can and i was like okay whatever there's never gonna come and one day it's like a saturday morning i'm in my bathrobe hanging out with the kid and there's somebody driving by like a flatbed truck full of trash cans <laughs> and they stop near our house and like are you are you bringing us a new trash can he's like yep like do you want the old one okay and so i handed him the old one and i got this brand new and there'll be pictures in the show notes trash can that has two functional wheels yes no chewed lid it's brand new there's no like nasty stain at the bottom yet there will be but... sure, sure. and it's so freeing like, <laughs> like, i don't have to drag this thing across my lawn the, the wheels the wheels are amazing you you forget, just roll yeah you forget that the wheel <laughs> is this invention that makes things easier for humans so now Taking out the trash. The most stressful thing now about taking out the trash is that I've got two bins because one's recycling and I sometimes mix them up. Whoa. But I just drag and I can make it face the right way so the trash cam people never get mad at me. And listen, when you miss an entire rotation of trash, oh, yeah. that's a thing. That impacts yeah. your life. I mean, guess, yeah. Where are you going to put all your trash? Well, we. We normally don't fill it up everywhere. Oh, you're a low-impact family. I get it. <laughs> Do you want to tighten that thing? So now I live the life of luxury. How long did it take you to... From first breakage to getting a new one? Well, no, but that's a good question, too. Probably like three years. <laughs> gasp! I don't know. It just seems... That's not a gasp on any sort of yeah, well, faulting you, obviously. Well, it is some fault on me because I didn't follow up. Like a, a type A person would have been like, Here's my ticket number. Give me my trash can. I'm a type like, regular person would have thought that submitting a ticket three years ago should have resulted in a trash can. Yeah, probably. How long did it take you to accept that this was your life? I think the second snowy winter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, this wheel hasn't worked. And I remember doing this last winter in the snow. And it's been a whole year. Yeah, okay. This is just how things are now. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so yeah. happy for you. When did this happen? Was it recently or? It was within It was within 2016, the end of 2016. Man, that is great news. Yeah. I just, that's like encouraging. Do you think it, what do you think? You think it li literally was they were on back order for three years? I don't <laughs> think they were lying to me. Um, I think that my initial ticket just got closed because I managed tickets sometimes and sometimes you're like this ticket's old i wonder if anyone will notice if i just close this <laughs> ticket right i don't actually do that but you kind of do like you put in a little note that says if you care about this let me know but i'm gonna close it right because it's a year old but if you care about it let me know so i imagine that happened and then the c-click fix just happened to coincide with i got lucky maybe like they got a shipment in they're like mm. oh so the, you think the C-Click fix, though, was an integral part to getting the... Yeah, I don't think the tickets were related. Oh, fascinating. So that's good advice for someone. Yeah. Someone out there with a broken wheel. Man, I feel so much um, privilege, trash can privilege, because like ours is in the alley, and I go out, I take my trash out, I open our gate, I throw it in the trash can, and I, I don't ever 
the only time I move my trash can is when the trash people move it four feet further down the alley and I have to drag it four feet back. I don't even use the wheels then. You know, it's lateral movement. I know. Trash can privilege. Super privileged over here. You know you can get fined if you don't uh, bring your trash can in on time. Yeah, you have a you have a time limit. Yeah, it's like seven to seven or something. So you have to do that's part of your that's part of your life too, right? Is bringing yeah. it back in. Yep. I I don't even know what day our trash come because like it just happened and I just keep filling the bin. The bin empties at some point in time. Maybe in your fancy lad part of town. <laughs> no, we're one house away from an alley, so the alley. The alley people live large, and we drag wheelless trash cans. <laughs> Do you think there's anything else in your life that is a wheelless trash can? Where where it has there, you- it's sometimes I've encountered similar things where like the door lock stuck, like the keyhole, and then I bought the little powder powder lubricant and I sprayed it in the thing, and then the key moved smoothly. Yeah, like, it's a little gift to yourself. That one I had to take action. This one. Not only the trash can made me feel bad in the way that it wasn't in my control. I could be the guy who nags about it, so I did mm. feel a little guilty that I wasn't like nagging about it. But I got to the point in the OmniFocus review, I was like, "This is never gonna happen. Just take it off my list. Yeah, be gone." That's like a weird thing too, because like it's not like you can go to Lowe's and buy that, right? Like, what do you even do other than what you did? There's like right. nothing else to I'm do. Not, I have no control over whether or not my trash can has wheels. That's awesome. I'm interested in this idea of trash cans without wheels. I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what I which ones I have. You what know? you just put up with that? Yeah, that I could just part of your life. Mm-hmm. I did a um, this is tangentially related. I did that OmniFocus review with David Allen. He like mm-hmm. walks you through the OmniFocus, uh, not a review of what the brain dump, a brain dump. Yeah, and I feel like I could I could go through it again and maybe pay more attention to what are my trash cans without wheels. Just like like we have a lock that's like that. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah. dang, I should get some of that stuff and spray like in that lock. <laughs> Make my life way better. I bet you could Amazon Prime now it. I bet you you could. Yeah. Well, that was awesome, Sam. Yeah, thanks. What a good story. It might even feel good to even talk about it. Tonight's trash night, and my spouse is probably taking it out to the curb. And she is more willing like it, to bring it out to the curb. I feel less guilty because it's my chore. Like, it's mm. my... Like, I do the dishes... I bring the trash can out to the curb. Those are my chores. Not that she never does them, but when I come out and do this fortnightly thing, I might not get to it in time. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't She doesn't have to do as much work yeah. if it has wheels. Right, right. Soon, you can just make the children do it because the wheel gives them the strength to do it. I think we need an elaborate pulley system. <laughs> <laughs> How many simple machines can we use? Let's get them all in there. Ramp. Income kind of plane. What else we a got? A screw. A screw. We probably get a screw in there somehow. Yeah. Well, that was great. You know what time it is though, Ross? I do. Time for quick hit! Quick hit! Quick hit! Quick hit! Quick hit! So, Ross. Yes? You got a quick hit for us, or do you want my quick hit? I'll, I'll do my quick hit. Okay. Um, My mom, for Christmas, bought me this thing called a buff. Do you know about this? I know nothing about this. Do you know about the hit reality TV show Survivor? I do. Do you remember those things they had that they wore on their heads sometimes? Bandanas. The bandanas, right? Yeah. The, but they're buffs, turns out, huh. where they're uh, cylinders of fabric. So Like a, a hat? No, a cylinder with no end, open on either end. It's a tube. 
Oh, okay. A tube of fabric. So my mom bought me one of these, and it's a little bit like- Like a tank top for your head? Yeah, exactly. A tube top for your head. A tube top for your head. Or in Survivor the show, it became actual tube tops for folks. Um, I will not wear this as a tube top. But it's an amazing thing. Like you can, I wear it around my neck as a scarf, right? So this is great for bicycling and waiting at the bus stop in the cold weather. It's this thing, it works as a scarf, but- since I'm bald and don't have any hair on my head, like you can pull it up over your the back of your head and your ears. So and, you look like Gambit? Yes. And you put a hat over that so you look less like Gambit, <laughs> and but more presentable to normal folk. Right. And then you're- Mon cher. Th- this is funny. We were just having a conversation tonight <laughs> with my child about what Gambit's accent was and how I did a bad job at it when I read the comics to him. Have you been following? We'll probably cut this up. Uh, they just got to um, Gambit and- Jan Miles explained the X-Men. No. All right. But um, <laughs> Jay uh, describes that um, Gambit's secondary mutation is being a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> we watched, because uh, we're reading X-Men 92. Yeah. And I do try to do all the voices. I have the best Cyclops voice, you guys. Um, Hello. Yeah, I am Cyclops. That is, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Gene. Gene. Um. And then I just can't do gambits. And he was like, what is that? I was like, well, it's like a Cajun accent. And so we, we just actually watched some episodes of, or some highlights from the YouTube of X-Men uh, so he could hear it. Anyway, the buff is so good because it covers your ears, your head, your neck. You can pull it up over your face, over your nose, over your mouth if you're on a bike like or whatever. Like a bike ninja. Like a bike ninja. And so it's great. It is versatile. It folds up real small in your bag. And my mom was like, I got this for you for waiting at the bus stop or riding your bike. And it is exactly good for that. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Ross's mom. Yeah, she's great. So, I got a quick hit. Hit me with hit me quickly. So Friday at my house was Cookie Armageddon. Cookie Armageddon. That's a good album name. Yeah, it is a good album name. Uh, so my daughter is a Girl Scout, and my wife is official cookie mom for the troop. I don't know what that is. So she is in charge of the cookie program. So she handles all the money. Hmm. And at one point on a Friday every year... Our house becomes the central depot for the troops' cookies. I saw that picture. It's a crazy... Yeah, so we have probably like 200 cases of Girl Scout cookies. It like fills an entire room. Fills my entire living room. And I like that it takes over our house and it's kind of fun. People Mm -hmm. come by and knock knock on the door and like get their cookies and take them to distribute them. And I really like how my wife is in charge of it. So... I'm normally the more extroverted of the two of us, but like she, she's in charge and I just have to like sit in the corner and play on my iPad while she goes and like like interacts with humans. <laughs> That's normally my more my role. Right. And you're but just I, now surrounded by cookies and watching it all cookies. go down. And uh, the girls, my girls each use their allowance and bought their own boxes of cookies and they're sharing them with me. Tell me the family favorites. Well, it's hard because they changed bakeries this year. Oh, they switched to the other one? They switched to the other one, so we no longer have Samoas. We've got Caramel Delights, mm. which are this, mostly the same cookie. Yeah. Of the new ones, I like the Lemonades. And those are is, like lemon shortbread? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also like the Thank Yous. Is that like a Thin Mint? No, it's like this cookie with chocolate. Cookie with chocolate? Yeah. What does that mean? It's like a cookie with chocolate on it. Just like a chocolate-covered cookie? No, like the top is not covered. The bottom is like... Oh, okay. But they're called thank yous. Interesting. I think they're called thank yous. Sometimes I get the name wrong all the time. Like 
They're called How You Doing? <laughs> I think I'm much more familiar with the other bakery. Yeah, as we all are. It's regional though, right? And that is that how that works? Well, Richmond just like crossed a line recently or something. Like they changed the lines, like redistricting. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're at the other cookie bakery. But yeah, we had cookie Armageddon in our house. I love how my wife handles it. Can we put the picture of the crazy living room in yeah. the in the show notes? Yeah. Awesome. Ross, where can you find show notes for this fine well, episode of this Sam was and Ross a, This Likes was things. a fine episode, Sam. Um, you can find them at samandrosslikethings.com at the Back very up. top of the webpage. And where can we find you on the internet? You can find me these days mostly on Twitter at R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. Well, and on Facebook. That's where all the all the stuff other people like. Oh yeah. Uh, that comes from my Facebook. So if you want to get in get in on that sweet, sweet action, just you know, head over to the Facebook. Great. Sam. I'm Mr. Beefy on Twitter. Mr. Beefy on Twitter. Um, my son knows that you are the real Mr. Beefy on Minecraft. The real Mr. Beefy is what I use when yeah. Mr. Beefy's taken. Cool. Well, this was amazing. Yeah. We love doing the show. Thanks. Thanks everyone for listening. And we'll see you in another fortnight. An actual fortnight. Yeah. Bye. Bye.